tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Yes, welcome to the program. Uh, really excited about this new text line we have, Spencer, because uh, it allows us to instantaneously correct ourselves. Yay. 24 hours later. That's awesome. We were trying to think of that video game place next to a a spaghetti place. It's Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster's. We got a text. Dave and Buster's. And you can text us throughout the show, 512-835-1015, and we'll read your stupid text on air. Yeah. Uh, But I, I hate it when I can't think of something. I hate Googling it because I think that wastes brain power because then it tells my brain, you don't have to remember this. You can just look it up online. Uh, But I will say have an instantaneous text telling you how much you suck, how much the what happened to Deb, how much uh, your voice is horrible right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things are helpful. And I enjoy seeing it. So 512-835-1015, you can uh, text and communicate during the show. Speaking of the show... Uh, we now, we got a new photo shoot. I saw. With the whole show. <clears throat> uh, looks so, good, man. So there's uh, now some social media you can follow, at CJ Morgan Show. They named it after me. Why? Because XJ didn't work. Well, because you said I'm not, I'm not going to, uh, you, you threw a tantrum if they didn't, so. Correct. Yeah. Which exactly. I get, you know, I mean, you're the guy who's running the show, kind of. Is that true? I don't know. Am I? I'm not sure what's happening every day in here. Neither do I. And uh, I do have a little lesson for you and Emily and Matt coming up later today. Plus, uh, it's competition day. It is edit or bet it time. Uh, I'm nervous. I'm excited because we are doing Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, And every time I poke a joke with Emily about it being Avatar, like the Blue People movie, James Cameron, she gets annoyed. So I think you should just completely do an Avatar one. (laughs) Just straight up Avatar. Uh, I guess I got time. I don't really want to, though. I already spent time on the other one. (laughs) I know, but it'll it'll, it'll Uh, bug her. It'll be like the Navi or the the Blue People. I don't don't even know know where to start. You you got that right. So far, so good. Yeah, the Navi or the Blue People. (laughs) Uh, Who was the guy in the wheelchair? Was he important? Uh, he was the guy that was in the movie, not Troy, but where he was a kid. No, he wasn't Achilles. That was Troy. He was. See, that's why we need the text one. 512-835-1015. Yeah, who was wheelchair guy in Avatar 1? Uh, that guy that was in that movie that was like uh, where he's Perseus. That's his name. In uh, it. And he goes yeah. to do Clash the thing. Clash of the Titans. Is Yay! that it? Yay! We got it. Uh, I never saw it. Not worth my time. It sucks. Yeah, does it? It sucks. Anyhow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll have that coming up. Editor bet it Yay. a little later on. Woo. Get in shape by tinkling on a stick. A brand new thing has been added to the daily calendar. Today, from now on, is officially going to be... Uh, National Keto Day. Uh, January 5th, I guess, because it's after the new year. People are back at work. They're kicking into their new diet. It's sure. National Keto Day. Do we as a human race ever decide if it's keto or keto? I don't care because I thought keto, keto, was kind of shown to be not good for you. It's not a sustainable diet. I think it's a good way to start like a kickoff maybe. Do, to, a, do to it for boost. a month maybe. Yeah. And, and then show that you're capable of 
doing a diet, but yeah, man, that stuff messes up your kidneys and liver, I think, too much protein. Whatever, I, I'm not a scientist. I so. will say, like, when it comes to losing weight, I've known a lot of people that have lost a lot of weight doing this. Same. Uh, but they were already people who would always do weight loss in very unhealthy ways, so I didn't trust it. And yeah. Then when like, were, dude, I've got this craft single wrapped around this piece of bacon. I'm on my diet right and now. And the crap you go through to, to do it, uh, I would rather just go through what you should do, which is eat healthy and exercise. Yeah. Uh, there's a thing called the keto flu, where you're, you feel sick and nauseous and have headaches. Yeah, first two or three days. You are very constipated. You're very irritable, and again, this is just hearing from other people, and you have to tinkle on sticks. You don't have to do that. Oh, I thought you had to do it. Uh, when I did, I did keto for a little over a month or two several years ago. Does it suck? Lay it out for me. It sucks the first like week or two because you're you're still so trained. At least me at the time was like, oh, I could pick up some fast food. I'm hungry now. Uh, a lot of it was because I was just getting used to trying to prep all the very strict dietary stuff. Like, yeah. Can't really eat a ton of vegetables because a lot of them have a lot of carbs in them, including broccoli. You can't have too much broccoli. You know, it's just a bunch of weird greens and like some chicken. And uh, it's a weird thing to adjust to. But once you eventually adjust to just cutting or not having carbs, there's maintenance phases where you can just have a certain amount of carbs and stay within keto range. So uh, I was just doing the no carb thing and not even caring about the keto strips. I think the most important thing you mentioned, too, is like the the habit of fast food. It's not just a habit that's easy, but your brain gets addicted to it. and. Once you go a I, month without it, then it's easier to not roll back into it. Oh, for sure. Our, our friend Chewy did it for a bit, too. And uh, I don't think I've ever told him this, but I'd seen him do this when he would have struggles with diets. He would buy like a little sandwich or something from a fast food joint, chew it up, spit it out. <laughs> not just even to get swallow the taste. it. Just yeah. to get that taste. And it's not as satisfying. But the very first few days, I think I did that with one meal, did like some fast food enema? joint. No, 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 no. You didn't have to I, that I didn't bad. have those types of issues with it for some reason, and I'm not sure why. Uh, we don't need to get into that, but uh, thank you. It's <laughs> because I usually use my finger when I. Dude, okay, okay, that's when I'm eating. I uh, poke uh, it in to see if the food's warm. Okay, enough. thank you very much. Uh, so yeah, happy, uh, happy National Keto Day. If you can looking, do it. But if you're don't. looking for a real good diet, and people have, uh, you know, you've heard for so long that I'm fat, uh, which is a phrase stupid Matt over here on our uh, on our left uh, uh, coin. Thank you, hey, Matt. Guys. It Happy is, New Year. It is, it is nice being out in public and people are like, you're not as fat as Matt says. Uh, just do the diet I do, which is where uh, I learned this from our friend Chewy, by the way. He does it with weed. I do it with alcohol. Drink so much that you're not hungry anymore, and then you just fall asleep, and then you don't go to eat. She finally made it. This one girlfriend defeated a cheeseburger and got a ring out of it. And now it's time for Emily's Social Cues. Social cues with Emily. Man, what a great way to propose. Yeah. Uh, I did mine uh, over a delicious Reuben sandwich mm-hmm. at a Gourmand's Rest in Peace. Ah, well, this is actually not what you're thinking. Uh, no, he did not propose with the cheeseburger. The she ring was, wasn't in the meat. She was competing oh, against a cheeseburger to win this proposal. Let me explain. Yes. So there's a tweet that was put out back in 2020 uh, by this girl that said, my boyfriend hasn't posted on Instagram since a picture of a cheeseburger uh, in 2016. 
And he said, if I want to make it on the grid, I have to make him feel the way that that cheeseburger did. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so she's got to be a, a little cheesy. <laughs> yeah. A little greasy. Yeah. She has to, she has to, you know, make him feel like that. And we got an update. Better not be salty. <laughs> or not be overly sour seasoned. or Ooh. sweet. Guys, my puns actually worked for like both ways. Yours aren't. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. I said yeah. overly seasoned. That's Let us start over. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Sorry, Stop I just cherry to tomato picking all of oh, your jokes. Are awesome. you pickling on me? <laughs> Guys, it's got a little uh, too... Do you see what he did? <laughs> Stop it. I was going to say it's getting a little too cheesy up in here. Oh, my God. You're... <laughs> I edited that one. Don't worry. Okay, good, good, okay. good. But we have an update from this woman, and she says, Ladies and gentlemen, we defeated the cheeseburger. And it's a picture Yay! of her and her boyfriend and a ring. So she Aww. has officially made it onto his Instagram. Well, how's that cheeseburger feel now, you think? You think it's feeling know. sad and lonely? A little, yeah, left behind. and I don't know. And also the cheeseburger that he posted looks actually kind of disgusting. Here's a photo of That's it. That's how they should look. Any good burger. Oh, well. Yeah. What <laughs> kind of cheeseburger is that? That uh, looks like it's, in the, it's blue in the caption it says, "Finally got to try some sort of burger from Chicago. By far the best burger I've ever had. Hashtag munchies. Hashtag f that's delicious. Hashtag burger. Hashtag Chicago. So that's got to be expensive. That dude must have yeah. a lot of bread. Emily, catch up. We're doing puns. Come oh on. my god! Move quickly. Uh-huh. Oh no! I Why don't you let us continue doing? Already this we already did the lettuce. We did the lettuce. I wasn't paying attention. <sighs> But uh, it's funny to look at this trend or the, the, what is it? Thread? Thread. That is how you do uh-huh. social media words on a, on this Twitter. Is your, this is your goodness. social media segment. You know what this says to me? You know what she says It's close enough. It's a good one. Good one. Let's try it. I didn't finish the statement though. Hey. Uh, she was updating, I guess, this thread throughout the years, and she said, we have been dating for 10 months now, losing hope. It's 11 p.m. on National Girlfriend Day, and my boyfriend still hasn't posted me. Let me, let no, me see no, no, a picture no, no, really no. quick. She, she, wants, she wanted to be on his Instagram. I know. And, oh, she wanted to be, okay, yes, on the grid, so, as you're saying. Sorry. Let, yes. me, let me see a picture of her real quick. She's cute. See. There's a picture of them in the snow. Oh, she's got some nice buns. Cutie. Ha, ha, ha. I'm so hungry. I can't even think about anything anymore. It, it, it is a little hard after we're talking that much, uh, that much delicious burgerness. Yeah, but I don't know. What are your thoughts? When do you think it's okay to post the boo on Instagram? Uh, How long do you need to be together? When you're done with all your other side pieces or your yeah. ex and you don't want Yikes. them to see it. Yeah, yeah. When you, I'm, not, I'm serious. That's exactly when I've uh, yeah. transitioned. Really? Is Basically, when, when you turn 40 and you've got no other prospects. <laughs> uh, that's, that's not fair. Uh, so you hide them until them. Until know, you're, it's, yeah, six, no, when I would have relationships, mm-hmm. um, generally when you are single, you kind of have little threads and you're dating multiple people at the sure. same time. Maybe, you're having chats. maybe yeah, not yeah, always yeah. hooking up, maybe, but you're, you're going out on dates, you're talking to different people. And then slowly those people fade away until there's just the girl you hook up with as F buddies, mm-hmm. the uh, your ex-girlfriend that you hook up with, your roommate that you hook up with, and then oh. the girl you're dating. Yes, and the then fabulous you narrow four. those down, and then you have to wait like three or four months uh-huh. to not make the other three mad, and then three or four months later, you go Facebook official, you go grid post. Ah, 
And you also have to, uh, the other good thing I did is I would, uh, because I worked in radio and we regularly had uh, rock girls and and radio events at dance clubs and at restaurants, I would uh, over inundate my photos with me and groups of females so, so that the any other clever ones, looker would never know yes, which, which one, one is, I was kissing. Ah. All of them, spoiler alert. That's why I get cold sores. All right. That's true. I know. I know. I, I've got them since I was a kid. Spencer knows. Well, now that we finished the final course... Okay, that was bad. I, I'm, try, I'm trying so okay, hard to Molly. wrap this up. Oh, my God. oh well, Just, that was a little okay, better. Wrap this we better. had it right on the plate. Oh, gosh. Well done. The Big Easy. Pick up with Matt Bearden, recently returning from just that place, yeah. uh, New Orleans. Took my family to New Orleans. Everyone said, don't take your kids to New Orleans. There's it's not, not fun. Uh, there's not much to do there, especially in the wintertime. But I have a daughter who loves exploring the world, and she had read some about New Orleans. My son said, oh, I want to go to New Orleans. I saw it in a Disney show. I was like, oh, my God. I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> okay, whatever Disney's not... version was was not what New no. Orleans is, my friend. <laughs> not even close. But I'm here to tell you that if you're looking for a longer driving trip and something that the parents or parent or whoever's looking after the kids can enjoy, guess what? New Orleans worked out fantastically. Nice. Uh, yeah. that's, that's one of my least yeah. favorite drives. I like the bridge, but it's just <laughs> oh, Once you get to Louisiana, yeah. It's, it's an ugly drive. Was it about, what, 10 hours or 12? I can't recall. I thought it's just like eight. Eh, well, okay. eight I can tell somebody hasn't driven with kids. Uh, it's, Ooh, it, oh, it, yeah. On a map, it says eight, eight hours and 15 minutes or something. <laughs> it's all of 10 hours with kids. You have to make six or seven stops. No. Um, that's just the way it goes. Uh, yeah, you do. They, <laughs> I think you and I both had a dad that probably did not make stops. My kids can't aim into a Gatorade bottle yet, okay? So anyway, the point I wanted to make is it's a lot to do. And in fact, the aquarium that everyone said, you got to take your kids to the aquarium, that's closed right now. Uh-huh. So even without the aquarium, we still had a blast. In fact, most of the stuff that we had on our to-do list, we never got around to. You went to Harris to gamble. We did you not. went to the strip club. We did not. We didn't go to any of the places that you normally associate with, with CJ. New <laughs> okay. <laughs> you win that round. Um, but, Mike, the thing is, I'll tell you, we stayed on what would be the Marini or Bywater side of the quarter. It's a little more residential. Yeah. And um, just walking around every day, getting up every okay, First of all, my kids walked. 14, 15 miles over a period of two days, which is, nice. they loved it. They loved walking around and just seeing the city. Now, is it a little different than you might be used to in Hutto or or Pflugerville or whatever? Yes. Centuries old buildings. Yeah. and, well, also um, copious amounts of urine. I mean, just be Dude, prepared yeah. for that. And some uh, yeah. It still smells like that. I well, thought Katrina washed all the PUA. No, my, my, um, my, but my kids enjoyed part of that, you know, and it was a great time to talk to my kids about how some people, how fortunate we are in our family, yeah. and also how you don't really want to judge a person by um, their surroundings or what their situation is. Because there was like one guy who was really nice and talked to my kids while we were waiting across a corner. He was very friendly, wasn't uh, untoward, wasn't uncomfortable or scared at all, and um, which, you know, really, you shouldn't be. 
Uh, people are people, so yeah. why should it be? So uh, we had a blast, but I will also say there's an incredible park there called City Park. My yeah. kids loved every bit of it. We took them to not even the kids' part. There are kids' parts of We ended up going to a sculpture garden. They loved it. Now, part of what they loved about it is that the sculpture garden is filled with dongs. Yes, All the yes, sculptures yes, yes. are dongerific. My kids thought it was hilarious that there were that many dongs out in the like open. Like intentional? Yeah. They just right. were like, they not like the <laughs> hidden phallic like power symbols that oh, we've right. always used, but just straight up rock rock. Yeah, and way different than the ones that they saw in the French Quarter. <laughs> these, <laughs> these were on inanimate objects. But they just overall, my kids had a blast. I think they enjoyed getting involved in sort of a different city culture, right? Because even on the drive there, my son, who doesn't like to travel, said this is just boring. Every city looks the same. And from his aspect, every city he's ever really seen has been something from either the view of from I-10 or from I-45 yeah. or I-35. And just so guess strip what? Strip malls. Woo. It's strip malls. And they all do look the same. Yeah. Then we got into a section that was hundreds of years old, and he was pretty amazed, filled with questions. We took one of those uh, mule carriage rides through the quarter. Wow. He loved listening to the history. In fact, both of my kids did. We went to some museums. The only thing I would tell you is, hey, don't waste your money on the World War II Museum. Everyone will tell you it's the best thing there. Uh, I d- highly disagree. I thought it was actually underwhelming. Wow. It's also weird to have one in New Orleans. Very you know, expensive. Now, when uh, when you guys are doing tours, do they bring up any sort of the superstitious like stuff around uh, the yeah, area? Yeah, it's like very vampire. witchy and ghosty in New Orleans. Well, That's my favorite. I thought thing. that might interest your kids too. We had cool. plans to do. There is a woman there who used to be a school teacher. She quit being a school teacher. She now does tours that are age appropriate tours, especially the ghost tours, things like that. Very informative. Unfortunately. We got to town a little bit late the first day, and we missed our tour. Oh, man. <laughs> Didn't get a refund. But uh, <laughs> I saw the tour go by a couple of times, and it looked like a whole lot of fun. One Damn. of the things that she does is all the kids get to carry around those little laser beam uh, thermometers, and they get to measure where cold spots on buildings, Dude, which I like think is a good blast if you're a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I wouldn't be afraid of it. We walked everywhere. We took the, the trolleys around. Um, we walked around the Garden District. My kids had a blast, and so I just wanted to recommend it as a place to take your fame. Making your drive home a little weirder. C.J. Morgan on 101X. The best burger in Austin. Part one. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. C.J. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. C.J. is fat. The most clicked on food thing in Austin is probably the endless list of best burger. Mm. And I love burgers. I'm a burger connoisseur. I had uh, Hat Creek the other night. That was Mm. really delicious. Very good choice. Here's my problem with burgers. When I tried to make my own best burgers in Austin list, I got two... In the weeds, there's too many. You couldn't way too many in the well, weeds. Yeah, you couldn't whittle it down. To it like needs a- to be standardized in a way to where you only judge a straight up cheeseburger. Give me your cheeseburger. I would say maybe split it in half to do more gourmet artisan. I, see, I and do. Then maybe, I tried. Yeah, I like gourmet. Yeah. The best mushroom Swiss. The best fast food burger versus... Dude, it's so much. Yeah, you're right. So much. How do we do it? I don't know, man. I don't know. This list did it, and we're going to go through it pretty quick. And I, you can I, I uh, you. weigh in. We we now have social media because they're like, oh, you guys got to be on the internet. No one listens to the radio. So uh, at CJ... Sh- what is it again? CJ Moore. <laughs> 
I should know At CJ Morgan Show, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all yeah. that. Here we go. The 19 best burgers in Austin. Wow, it's a lot. Uh, I'm going to ding if I've had it, and I agree it should be on this list. And Spencer, do you have a bell? Uh, do not have a bell. Hold on. Do okay, I? We got to have, have some sort of did, sound did device you, here. I was going to say, did you sneak one over here when I wasn't looking? Just use your mouth, I guess. I'll go ding, uh, ding. Crown and Anchor Pub. Ding. Uh, Leroy and Lewis Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Haven't had it, but I hear that place is uh, great. Dirty Martins. Oh, I have not eaten there. El Casino El Camino. Okay. Yeah, ding. Even though they're going to be really mean to you. I like that. They're, all, they're, they're way too cool. I mean, be mean to me up front. Don't be secretly mean in the back and spit on my stuff. You, you know, know what I mean? I guess that's yeah. that's great. Uh, Lebowski's Grill. <gasps> have not. Well, it's pretty good. It's a yeah. bowling alley. Uh, but I, I really loved when I would go, my bowling alley food was dart bowls, enchiladas. Basically tastes like the old school Hungry Man ones mm. where the plastic would still <laughs> melt to it. so good. Uh, yeah. uh, speaking of gourmet burger, Odd Duck. Never had the burger there. Been there. Uh, Frazier's Long and Low. Never been there. Dan's Hamburgers. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, Dan's mm. is damn good. Clark's Classic. Oyster Bar. Uh, look at that burger. That's a. I bet that one cost twenty five dollars. No, it's a little art. Not artisan. That sounds so uh, pretentious. But this one a little more gourmet, home style. I'm gonna create a burger bracket. I'm gonna go on a quest to find the best one. I'm we gonna did. eat them all. But it's straight up gonna be uh, cheeseburgers. Just however they serve it. That's all. You go up and you just ask for a cheeseburger, uh, and it's got to be. But it can't be more than seventeen dollars. Okay. Or yeah. is that too high? I don't think so. I think for a really good burger, that's about a good amount there. You don't need anything more than 20 bucks, I think. You shouldn't pay more than you 50 really, You really okay. don't. Uh, I've even heard Gordon Ramsay say so himself. Uh, Jew Boy Burgers, really good, even though uh, it's great. But every time I say no mustard, they forget. Uh, Del Rey Cafe. Daidue, yeah, Daidue is going to be good, but that also mm-hmm. sounds like a $50 burger. Yeah. Uh, Holdout Brewing. Billy's on Burn It. Yep. Oh, wow. Uh, salt and Time, never had it there. Buddy's Burger. Dude, Buddy's! Buddy's made it. That's uh, right, down, uh, right down from us. Uh, uh, Buddy's and uh, uh, Hilbert's are really close to the station. They have yeah. really good burgers. Oh, man, yeah. I, oh, I wanted to get one again. Dude, this is making me hungry. Golden Tiger, Moreno Barbecue, Jack Allen's Kitchen. Uh, and that's the list so far. They left off uh, Hilbert's, one of my favorites. But we'll get to it. We'll determine this somehow, some way. Weigh in via text, 512-835-115, or at CJ Morgan Show on Internet's Best Burger in Austin. Who has it? And why did they miss my favorite on this list? Ooh. All right, it is the first editor Bennett of the year competition amongst everyone on the show. Emily, Matt, Spinny, myself, all here. I'm not going to get into the scoring and how that works because I make up complicated systems because making the system for the game and rules is more important to me than actually playing the game. I enjoy that more. I have an Excel sheet, blah, 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 blah. I have one star next to my name on my jersey. None of you do. So far, you got to get 13 points. Whatever. I'm losing. Anyhow. (laughs) That's all you need to know. I'm comfortable being a loser. I have been my entire life. (laughs) We all just got quiet and sad because I really just kind of... I just had a moment where I was like, I have been. Even even when I thought I was cool to compensate from when I was actually a loser, I was a loser then. Yeah. Yeah, That's a douche. That's how it works. Yeah, thinking you're cool is always step step number one and going going about it wrong. Yeah, and the whole point of this game is, you know, to be... The number one best at something, and it's normally some nerdy topic, and you're like, oh, I'm so good at this, and 
You're you're an extra loser whenever you lose the topic that you think you're good at. That's a, that's a loser topic. Pearl snaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Man. Anyhow, back anyway. to uh, It's basically pop culture, two truths and a lie. Uh, today, Emily is the expert. Spencer ah. is the challenger. Five Ooh. points on the line between them. The subject is going to be the Avatar trilogy. No, Whoa. no, there are no, three, no. Yes, Whoa. there are three Avatar movies. There's Avatar. There's Avatar The Last Airbender and Avatar The Way of <laughs> no, Water. No, no. Right? <laughs> so close. I've actually only seen one of those, and that's Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, but I don't know what you're talking about. A movie? I, Avatar The Last Airbender movie? Mm, We're talking about the three. Uh, I, I know. know We're talking one. about yeah. the manga. Yeah. Did I just say it right? Uh, no, no, it's not it's a also manga. not an anime. Oh, it's, it's so oh. Technically, it's not an anime. Whatever, nerds. I'm, uh, I'm glad I didn't throw that in there as like a little... Trick. Off. Yeah. This is an American anime. anime. She knows too. Yeah, now I'm anime really feeling Japanese? like I should. Uh, and let's, or before, calling it an anime. Here we go. Before we Avatar hear, The Last Airbender. Trilogy. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> before we hear Spencer give his summary, Matt and I have a choice to bet now, uh, worthy of three points, or bet later after we hear the summary for one. Uh, Matt, I'm kind of conflicted because I feel like Emily's got this. But can I Spencer's give you a hint? Tricky. No, 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 no. Well, no, no, no. Like, can I give you something that I might sway? I have an Avatar tattoo. And an Olive Garden tattoo. I also so. do have an Olive Garden that's tattoo. That's going to be the next topic of that. So, Olive don't know if that sways you either <laughs> Those way. are both two of James Cameron's greatest works. <laughs> yep. Olive Garden 2. Olive Garden 2. All right, uh, Matt, you want to you wanna throw some points down? Uh, I you wanna make a bet? so far behind that I need to bet. I'll be honest with you, though. Like, I re- kind of recall seeing Avatar. But I don't remember anything about it. I don't even know what you guys are saying right now. I feel like it's a foreign language. <laughs> it's yeah. the Nickelodeon TV show from back in like 2004. I think your son used to watch it. 2000, yeah, 2004. Okay. All the way until like 2000 and I don't know. So you guys are going to be Eight? ask questions about a Nickelodeon show. It was like the biggest show. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah, know yeah, what's yeah, yeah, yeah. being said in... <laughs> You're saying, Spencer, that you know a lot about it? I know. I've seen it. I've seen the I entire think Emily show. Can, I think Emily can trick you. I'm going to say that okay. Emily tricks uh, Spencer. Whatever points that gets me, I want them. All right. So, yeah, uh, so, so I Matt's, will get it right. Matt's wagering three. I'm going to wait and hear the presentation before I make my bet. Spencer, give it to us. <sighs> oh, I'm nervous. Right. Oh, wait. Oh, I thought yeah, you were trying to no. fool him. No, no. What, what do you want to do? do you... No, it's fine. Uh, let's just ride with it. I need the money. Right. Yep, yep. <laughs> I got you. All right, here we go. Em. Avatar The Last Airbender is an American animated television series created by a couple of dudes named Michael and Brian and produced by Nickelodeon. The story takes place in a world wherein some people can manipulate or bend earth, water, wind, or fire with their frickin' minds. The story follows the adventures of Ung, an airbender who's the only surviving bender, uh, ben- member sorry, of his wandering tribe in the current generation's avatar, a being with the power to manipulate all four elements of nature and commune with the spirit world. Upon an avatar's death, the avatar spirit reincarnates into someone with a different elemental strength as dictated by a historically observed order of the elements beginning with earth, then air, water, and fire before repeating. Interesting. Okay, I, le- I legit okay. thought you meant you were talking about the new the Avatar movie with not Sigourney the blue Weaver. No, no, blue no not yeah. the blue people. Uh, no blue people. This is the one where he has the blue arrow on his head. Yeah, but I feel like I just woke up from a lifelong coma, and you all <laughs> are talking around me, and yeah. I don't know what to do. This is the world now. They're I coming up with a live action, too. Like I serious. think of myself as being kind of a dialed-in person my entire life. 
And you guys are talking about something that I have no idea what it's it is. It's genuinely, and I'm, this isn't even a bias take. This it's genuinely one of the best animated TV shows out there for kids. It's and like, not only just for kids, it has so many like not like adult themes as in inappropriate, but it just it teaches mm. you a lot. I should let everybody know right now that my single mother would not pay for cable, so that's ah. I think an okay. issue I'm having. Right. There. I we're have gonna, all the DVDs. I'll give them to you. We're <laughs> gonna come back and uh, we'll get another reading. I'm also gonna place my bets uh, right around the corner. It's editor Bennett. Who do you think? has it so far Spencer or Emily did Spencer trick Emily or is she on do it uh, at CJ Morgan show if you want to weigh in you can also text us 512-835-1015 editor Bennett is our pop culture two truths and a lie we are in the midst of heated competition Emily is the expert in Avatar the last airbender cartoon on Nickelodeon Not uh, the blue people. Spencer is the challenger. Matt has bet Emily will get it correct for three points. I waited to hear the summary. Um, I like watching when people are doing this because you can see the tells uh, on the expert. You can see when they think they got it. And then on on the person challenging... If you look at their face enough, you can kind of see when they're lying or when you think Mm. the lie comes through because you can almost see the breathing changes. Yep. The the color of the face changes and it does it slowly till it gets up to the lie and then it relaxes (laughs) after the lie. That's That's a lot of embellishing here. Come on. But it's a good example of why if you're in a relationship, if you ask somebody if they're cheating on you, you should also ask them to explain a favorite topic to you. Uh, Because then, there you go. See, that's how you'll know. Uh, I'm going to lay down uh, one point. Uh, I think Emily's going to get this. I hope so. Here we go. Emily versus Spencer, the last airbender. Uh, Matt, no, not the blue people. Not them. The blue arrow. This is the last airbender. We'll just call it that. This is how they became avatars on the planet is from airbending. Not at all. It turned them blue. Close enough. Okay. All right. I want another read, Spenny. All right. Final read. Here we go. Avatar, the last airbender is an American animated television series created by a couple of dudes named Michael and Brian and produced by Nickelodeon. The story takes place in a world where some people can manipulate or bend earth, water, wind, or fire with their freaking minds. The story follows the adventures of Ang, or Ong, an airbender who is the only surviving member of his wandering tribe and is the current generation's avatar, a being with power to manipulate all four elements in nature and commune with the spirit world. Upon an avatar's death, the avatar spirit reincarnates into someone with a different elemental strength as dictated by a historically observed cyclical order of the elements, beginning with earth to air, water, then fire, before repeating. Okay. Okay. All right. The moment of truth. So there's there's a couple of things that it's not a tribe, it's a clan. Yes. Well, what? No. I'm just joking. I hope I didn't actually. I was just. No, 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 no. There's there's a couple of things that I'm a little iffy about when you're talking about uh, the avatar being reincarnated and like the order in which all the elements go. That's a little confusing because in the beginning, like in the intro, it goes water, earth. Matt, you want to go get lunch? Uh, No, no, no. Come on. I listen to all your Star Wars Lego BS all the time. Yeah, because it's good. This is a great show. This is an amazing show. You're missing out. Did you ask me something, CJ? I was sleeping. No, my bad. We got got points on the line here. Yes, okay. So, but I don't think that is it uh, in manipulating the order. There is one thing. First of all, it's 
Ang, not Ong, uh, in the Avatar The Last Airbender, the movie, the one with M. Night Shyamalan that everybody didn't like. Sorry, they, I spelled it right. They mispronounced all of the names. It's M. Night And it's not Soka, it's Sokka. Hear that? M. Night Shyamalan, I have issues with you. But at the very beginning, you talked about the different elements and you said earth, water, fire, and then you said wind. And at the end. But it's actually air. Earth, water, fire, and air, not wind. Okay, did you get him? Is that it? Um, that's not what I intended, but that is actually <laughs> well, have technically you, have correct. Have you laid it out? Are you making your bet? Yet? I'm making my bet that's because that's so you said incorrect. It was, you said um, it was air. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, actually, that's technically a mistake that I made. I think because that's not the one I was trying to go. The one that you initially were focusing yes. on. Uh, the elements. Air, water, fire, the whole cyclical thing. Mm-hmm. That was out of order intentionally yeah. to try to trick you. I, I, I get my three points. So, I'm, I am here for you. But in but you contradicted yourself because at the beginning you called it wind and then at the end you called it air. Yeah, that's unfortunate error yeah. on my part. So I'm not sure how you guys would want to rule so, that. But technically, hey, listen to this. Technically, McCarthy see, I loses picked again. Out the actual, I picked out the actual error that you didn't even see, the wind mm. part. But my second answer would have been the order. So I think I I got that right because either way if you wouldn't have said it. wind i would have said the order i feel right. okay given it anytime there's controversy we flip a coin no, either uh, either, either emily wins or this is a null emily wins yes emily wins Wait, i'm a big fan but didn't call didn't ask anybody had your tails. He just flipped the coin and said the Emily coin, wins. The coin said Emily wins and it had a face. It's a double sided coin. There we go. Uh, Emily, uh, 10 points so far uh, in this uh, round. 10 points? You, you beat me at the live show with Star Wars. Oh. So yes. 10 points. Okay, Emily's I'm up. not losing. A new movie from the hottest actor is here. It's a Nick Cage nerd report. <laughs> And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. That's right. Nicholas Cage with the new movie. I just saw a recent one of his and absolutely adored it. I wouldn't see it again, but I liked it, Emily. But we have a new one. Another Nicholas Cage being Mm -hmm. back on the front of things. Yep. It is called Renfield. And if you know anything about the lore of Dracula, Renfield is uh, his assistant, basically. His crazy assistant who helps him with all of his ah, ah, ah work. Yeah, baby. Uh, Oh, ah, ah, ah. Like the Count. Yes. Uh, And and not only does it star Nicolas Cage, but it also stars another one of my favorites, Nicholas Holt, a.k.a. the guy from The Menu, the guy from The oh. Great, the guy who I'm in love with and I will drop you everything. Talk about him a lot. Do you see the poster for the film? It looks kind of cool, actually. Oh, I know. Two Nicks in one movie. I so like this... that. It's literally got Nick Cage wearing all these rings, but they're rings you can see of him wearing in interviews, so they're just his personal collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does wear a lot of rings. Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting guy. I, it's weird because he's, I hope this is cool, because he's become a joke cool. within himself. He had a lot of straight to... Uh, VHS movies recently. Yes, still VHS. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I watched uh, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent over the break, uh-huh. and it was it was pretty tight. It was cute. Yeah. I like the buddy movie. It was dumb. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't watch it again, but I'm like, I like that. Yeah. I'm glad I took the time to do it. Yeah. Uh, sort of thing. I saw it uh, premiere at South By, and, and it was cool because he was there, Nicolas Cage, and I was in the same room from him. I breathed the same air, and he was wearing this wow. snazzy little suit, and... 
Yeah, I've, I've been changed. I've become a Nicholas uh, cool, Holt yeah, and Cage yeah, fan. So let me play you some person. of the trailer for, for a second. Let's it's, do it. It looks fun. It looks campy. So here we go. Sweet. Sorry to interrupt. Are you okay? I need to get out of a toxic relationship. So he just went into like a support you group. Start by telling us what brought you here? He's dragging bodies. And <laughs> My boss... He's different. You can't get him out of your head. No. I need your assistance. I'm coming, Martha! Oh, you feel like you could destroy you with the snap of his fingers. Wouldn't even need to snap. So basically, it's a, it looks like a fun, campy, sort yeah. of horror, gory movie. Um, and it's funny because Nicholas Holt looks like he is from that time era of whenever Dracula was, I don't know, when, 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 would, when would that be? Uh, Long time ago. 1800s ago. Just probably, yeah. yeah, that's when all the, the OG yeah. drac. Um, and then he's, you know, at this support group where everybody obviously looks like just like normal 2023 looking people. But he's been serving a vampire. Yep, for his whole <laughs> oh, life. Uh, so, yeah, it looks very fun and gothic and campy. And and uh, Aquafina's in it, too, I believe. Yeah, low-key crush on her. Uh, Dude, ben Schwartz I liked her a lot at too? first, and now she's annoyed because it's just become, she's been pigeonholed, cast type, whatever you want to call it. She's yeah. the same I person. I in every agree. Movie. Every single movie she has kind of become that. Um, and also, if you look at the pictures of Nicolas Cage, there's like a bunch of photos that came out of whenever they were filming, and he kind of looks like the Joker because he's wearing this this uh, suede-looking red suit, and he just has this super super pale face. Sweet. Um, and yeah, he's very he's oh, very wow. Joker-esque. Yeah, yeah. That's great. <laughs> I like that. It yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It looks stupid. Speaking it looks of goofy. being typecast, yeah, Nicolas Cage now just in meta movies. Not that he ever wasn't because he's very much always had his own way of acting like mm-hmm. it's even it's even become a thing like his specific approach and the character and the thing he does yeah yeah you need a good director to sort of guide him as my personal sure, opinion sure. no i i agree. when you see him go off the wall the entire time it gets it's like Not uh, the bees. Uh, yeah it's, <laughs> it's just like you need too much is, <laughs> too much is like you might as well just had none in the first place you know sure. I mean? yeah, like, it, yeah exactly um My favorite thing about all this, though, is once again, here we go. I'm going to talk more about Nicholas Holt for a second. My love. Uh, This is, I guess, the second time that he is playing sort of kind of a dark, bloody character. Because the first time that I knew of him was when he played a zombie in Warm Bodies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, back in 2013. I was like, uh, I was like yeah. you're not going to count his role in uh, Mad Max, right? Because he didn't get that bloody. He just oh, had a he, bunch yeah. of spray paint on his face. Yeah, yeah. He he always tends to play really odd characters. I only see him. I don't see him as, like, sexy and cool. I see him as these, like, douchey, mean, uh, but very boyish man character like a man huh. child because mm. that was his thing in that in in Catherine in the great he's very oh yeah he's he is like a, a same in, boy. in the menu he's also just kind of <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean i guess that's that's his thing but yeah so I, you like you like men you can dominate but pretend <laughs> to be all you they they have a big puff and ego but yes. really they're just wussies and you can dominate them for sure and okay, i like men good. that look dead 
So <laughs> you do oddly enough, yeah. long hair and dead looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very pale, very dark circles. Maybe uh, you're the vampire. Maybe I. Maybe I'm sucking the life out of all these men. Oh gosh, never mind. Let's cut this. CDD <laughs> Radio. CJ Morgan on. Wait. New year, new me, new, new, new you, new... Emily's here. It's me. Hi. Yes. <laughs> You're doing something. Uh, the Leftovers with Emily. She got to talk about it or didn't on the Morning X. We bring it back here and get a little taste. Uh, yeah. New year, new you. Yeah. So what are you doing? You, you growing your hair? You getting... Well, contacts, so far, I, I don't. Institute, LASIK. I, I, so far, I don't feel that different. So, um, so, so far, not a new year. New, new okay. Me. Death Cab. Oh, that's ben a Gibbard. great song. Yeah. Yes. Um, no, I, I decided that last year uh, I decided to make some New Year's res- resolutions for the first time ever. And in order to do that, I created a vision board. I talked about that a little bit on the Morning X, uh, too. Yeah. And I am just wanted to bring it to you guys and cool. see what you thought of my vision board for this year. And what you would put on your vision board. I would put a different photo, but you probably had to shop these pretty quick. Oh, no, no, no. So, yes, as you can see, (laughs) it looks like the same. This isn't supposed to be like a high art, dude. Sure. (laughs) As you can see, it looks like that there is the same photo in every single one. Uh, Last year, I photoshopped my face onto people that were doing things that I wanted to do. Yeah. Did you complete? Because there's your old board. Yes, I did. I did five out of the seven. Okay, uh, all right, let's start with last year. Sure. Uh, pole dancing. I'll get it off the wall. Yeah. It's oh, time. yeah, because you need to print a new one. This is true. The changing of the guards. That's right. Okay, so you... <clears throat> my last year's New Year's resolutions where I wanted to take some more fitness classes, including pole dancing. So far, so good. Didn't take any more, uh, didn't take pole dancing, but I did take a lot of fitness classes. Okay. So uh, that's not incredibly yeah. like a beat. It's a half, all right. Um, then the next one was I wanted to do some more sewing. I made three costumes this year. Oh, that's cool. That's sewing, right? Yeah. Uh, next up, I wanted to be more assertive. Um, oh, that's you raising your hand yes. in a meeting. I would say now that I'm on two radio shows, I am kind of assertive. I kind of had to be to get here, right? Maybe. Mm. Especially with a bunch of weirdos like us. A bunch I mean, of dudes. Good job. You're pretty yeah. assertive, so yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, I wanted to read more. I think I read one physical book, but I listened to like eight audiobooks. See, I, so I have the I same thing. That. I count that. Because I've, I've, uh, I've gone through some books this year, and I keep like, I'm like, oh yeah, the book I read when I'm talking to my fiance, she's like, you didn't read it. You listened to because she has, I take all her audible well, credits. But she's not wrong in only one regard, is that it's much easier to be passively listening instead of closely like it's, reading. It is. But it if, is. As long as you're sitting there and paying attention, or you're doing something sort of mindless that you can listen that's to. What I, that's why I do it, is yeah. so yeah. I can physically move. Uh, my personal I got no judgment against and it because I'm that type. If, if it's good enough, like if it's especially like historical stuff yeah. or crime stuff, I'll at, always go back and look at other things and yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. So I've that been counts. Listening, yes. Emily read some books. And I've been listening to a lot of them that are read by the author too, which is more special than reading it yourself in my you opinion. You know what? I yeah, well. The author's so-so. I, I agree. Sometimes that's, that's it depends awesome. depends on the author. But. Yeah. but I've also got into an audible thing where there are certain voice actors if a, if I don't like the voice guy in the book, I cannot I'm listen the same to way. it. I couldn't do it. So I have like for, for my Star Wars <laughs> books, I have two guys. For history ones, I have three, and I I have not been able to get to anyone else. Mm-hmm. And the Star Wars guy just like yeah, I'm a nerd. <laughs> and why like is that? that? 
No, they do the voices. But I do hate it when they do the voices of the women. Oh, men Princess, doing women voices. Princess Leia always sounds like this. Oh, yeah, it's the same, too. For a woman doing a man, ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, they're always like, it. hey, ma'am, what are you doing here? <laughs> anyway, I think... Uh, Anyways, next up, sorry, um, on my near, New Year's resolutions from last year that we're revisiting, uh, here's me um, on the face of Howard Stern. I didn't want to be Howard Stern. This was just like radio, doing things. Okay. I don't know. You made some, some controversial... Yeah. Uh, jokes. So sure. yeah, sure. Uh, the next one, it's can you can you guess what this is? It's me loving yourself. Um, no, it, it, even though you would think it is, it's me holding me. Um, there's actually, it says on their sweatshirt, Portland. So uh, I actually just really wanted to go to Portland, Oregon, and I found this uh, amazing, beautiful lesbian couple, and I decided to put my <laughs> face on both of them. Okay. So I guess it could be self-love, but I meant Portland. And then finally, me on a hiking man with very hairy legs because I okay. wanted to go hiking more. And you um, did, right? You went camping. And you I made your friends twice. do it on the hottest day of the year. I did. Uh, let's review this year. Portland's back at it. Yes. Driving a Subaru. Yes. Having three, are those vibrators? I would no, just deserve those are mics. I'm oh. going to be a mic mistress. A mic mistress. Uh, dating a loser. No, not uh, dating. Do you yeah, see, I have, I have the thumbs down. Okay, not no dating slops, a loser. No uh, losers in myself uh, or in other people. You're going to start a cartoon cooking show. That'd be and great. And you're going to go see Taylor Swift. I am going to go see Taylor Swift, but that one actually means that I would like to try to accept love from more people because I don't do that oh. very well. And like I huh. uh, said on the Morning X, uh, not only am I going to be accepting love from other people, but if anybody wants to give me extra Taylor Swift tickets to any other the other days in Dallas and Houston or anywhere else, I will also gladly accept those. So that's my New Year's resolution. Okay, get free stuff from people. The end is near, Austin. That's right, we're all gonna die. A green yeah, comic, a green comet will be streaking across the sky for the first time in a very long time. As a matter of fact, the last time this comet passed through our solar system was 50,000 years yeah, ago. Yeah, Neanderthals got to see that with their naked eye, I You believe. know what happened then? Uh, no. It hit Earth and killed the dinosaurs. Oh, well, how's it still up there in the sky? Uh, because the Earth, it bounced off. Oh, yeah. It, yeah like, duh, duh, I forgot about the boom. Great Bounce. Yeah. That's how the uh, Grand Canyon was formed. Just the went, Great Bounce. <laughs> <bounce, laughs> it just it's flew just right up. Uh, no, it was uh, about the time of the Stone Age, not when dinosaurs were around, which is all crap because we know the Earth's only around 6,000 years old. Anyways, it's been proven uh, in a book. Uh, anyhow, it's uh, it's going to be a monumental site, a once-in-a-civilization site that yeah. is Green Comet named C2022E3ZTF. Oh, that's adorable. Why don't they do the thing where they sell names of comets? That'd be a good way to fund NASA. Dude, you'd think they'd have it's to be such a good way, racket. way more expensive because there's billions and trillions of stars, but there's only, what, like... 25 comments? I don't know. There's then, way more out there. But. There would be some ass like you and I that if it's a comment that's actually a planet killer, we would name it Matt Bearden or oh, Fat yeah. Bearden. That's right. Uh, F-A-T-T. So everyone would just think about Matt as uh, <laughs> they were dying. And that's how he ratios us on social media. Because yeah, everyone's everyone thinking about the world. <laughs> Anyhow, the uh, comet is going to be at its closest point to the sun on January 12th, according to NASA. Uh, not too far, about 100 million miles. And we will be able to see it best on February 2nd, about 26 million miles from Earth. Or is it? Maybe it'll be closer and turn from a comet into an asteroid. Wait, comets and meteor. Comets are frozen particles mm -hmm. 
Yes. And it's more ice, right? It's a lot and more meteors ice. Meteors yeah, are rock and metal and all that. Uh, yeah, well, uh, that would be... Yeah, meteorites are the ones that actually hit the Earth. Meteors are the ones up there in space. Asteroids, I okay, think... Okay, yeah, yeah. I think asteroids are meteors. They, I, I actually don't remember. Yeah, but, uh, well, one of them's when they're in the atmosphere, they're different. Mm. Yeah, point being, scientists what love you, their words. What do you think happened uh, during the Younger Dryas extinction event? What? what? Uh, no? So basically, what? the ice age was slowly ending, and what happened is we had a period where the Earth cooled more. How did that happen, you you ask? Well, I'll tell you, because as the glaciers melted, you had more fresh water and different things pouring into the ocean. It changed the circulation of uh, the currents and then turned us cold again. But they also think that civilization was at a marvelous peak at that point. But not one comet, not one massive extinction event happened, but a trail of a bunch of comets going by in outer space. All the junk fell to Earth oh, and yeah. in multiple points, and they can see this in the little mm. peat moss layers across the oh, Earth. That's really cool. So, yes, I've been watching the Graham Hancock show. So it's like that. an army of comets, like actual comets, since they just spewed that, that stuff toward the Earth. That's All the stuff cool. from behind it, and it uh-huh. hit everywhere, and then what actually is dangerous is it blocks out the sun, creates a, another miniature ice oh. age. But there's a lot of people that do refute this, and Graham Hancock can be a little, little bit wacky man, comments are tight, when it comes dude. to that. They, they are tight. They're so cool, man. They look all streaky up in the air if you get to see them. Um, you can go look up pictures. I got it's... a telescope, uh, binoculars for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you want to go look at this together? I do, actually. Let's do it. Sweet. Did you know? Uh, that's right. It is time for Did You Know? Voice is coming back. We're yeah. doing it just a little bit. Are you going to, do you want me to read some Did You Know? Uh, or are you going to shoot it? I figured we'll start passing them around this year. Okay. You know, uh, all three of us taking turns. I'll start. Did you know? Yep. Uh, you can reuse your 2022 calendar in 2033. Sweet. So there you go, hoarders. Uh, this is the last time you'll be able to do that for year reasons, something, something, leap year, something, something. I just remember when Matt talked on Weird or Wired years ago about the changing of calendars and how cool we thought that was. We did. Yeah. It, well, because like every what, like a few years, you'd get like a week off. You get a week off just to rumspringa. Yeah. To purge, purge week. Yeah, it didn't happen, though. Oh, yeah, well. I'm Did sorry. you know, uh, save your calendars this year to use in, in 11 years. Uh, if you live that long. If we Did won't. you know? Woo. The <laughs> Star Trek hand gesture for Live Long and Prosper. You know this thing, the Leonard Nimoy? Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's actually you a part of a Hebrew blessing that Leonard Nimoy first saw at an Orthodox Jewish synagogue. He was in Boston as a young boy. He saw somebody do it. He always just liked it. So when he was on the set and it came time to live long and prosper, he just did that. And Uh they were like, picked it up. They were like, oh, yeah, that works. That's cool. Here's my impression of Twitter. Great. Now they control uh, the media and outer space. Well done. That actually was pretty good. Impression of, of the Twitter, internet. Right? Yeah. Dude, it's huh. so, so bad. Cesspit. So bad. It's always uh, been you guys are way wrong. It's pretty awesome right <laughs> I've, now. I've never, There's a lot of content to uh, I, And it's not that I would seek <laughs> it out, but I've never really seen... Like, we've always joked about those cliche... Not joked, as in... We joke about the people that make the cliche uh, kind of um, jokes about Jewish people, but I've never actually really seen people do it. Until now. Yeah. Oh, right? really? I didn't realize it was actually as big of a thing. Right, a conspiracy. It, like, yeah. 
People really believe what Kanye does. Yeah, you, like, you, no joke. You've spent too much time living in your own little uh, reading dumb jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not that I'm not yeah. listening when people say this happens. I believe that I just can't believe it is so in the open. Yeah. to be anti-Semitic. Uh, Did you know? Uh, it's Spencer's turn. Oh, sorry. But go again. You already got it. Go ahead. Uh, Give us some I, more. Well, I'm excited about this one. Okay. In 1978, you hear, uh, oh, I guess they're drinking the Kool-Aid. I guess you're drinking the Kool-Aid because of the ah, Jonestown yep. cult members, right? Yep. I know I know exactly what this one is because uh, yeah, I, I read a book about it. Somebody has been getting away scot-free with reputation saving. Everything has fallen on Kool-Aid's shoulders. Guess what? It's... They didn't have Kool-Aid down there. <gasps> It was Flavor-Aid. It was the cheap knockoff. Uh, the cheap knockoff was what they used, and Flavor-Aid has gotten away with it all these years. Kool-Aid wasn't... Uh, that's lame. They could have used something better like Crystal uh, Technically, Light. some of it, I think, might have been Kool-Aid. Do you know how they got that much poison? Another sidebar, did you know? Uh, basically, they worked with the Guyon in government and applied and got a... Not a diamond license. What's it like? A jeweler's license? Mm-hmm. And over a while, collected that much. I don't remember if it was arsenic or what it was. They mixed yeah, it with, it was. but they collected enough oh. to where they had it to do it. And there was a whole thing. And then also, they don't know if Jim Jones died there. There's also oh. some CIA possibilities. Okay. I thought you were just going to say also they, shot. I was going to say they just ordered a bunch of breakfasts from Denny's. Whoa, oh, take that, Denny's. Oh, Rudy Tootie. give us a did you know? Uh, did you know? Oh. There's the, the thank, thank facts. You. Uh, I was going to say, did you know? I did not receive a did you know sheet. Let's see. Oh, man. Just go to number three, Spenny. Yeah, it's hard. It's just the weird way. He anyway, wants the a light, good one the too. light is shining through the. I can't see. Did you know? Seattle was originally called New York. When people settled there in 1851, that's what they named it. But they quickly changed the name to Seattle after a Native American chief who helped them out. Oh, that's cool. He shouldn't have because, uh, did you know, uh, later on uh, there were uh, massacres of natives in villages in Washington. Not 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 very nice to those people. They were. True. Uh, Did you know? Before MC Hammer became famous... He actually started a Christian rap group called the Holy Ghost Boys. I like that. And then he realized he was in a Christian rap group and left. Did you know? Last did you know, uh, (laughs) last year I brought in my pogs. This year I found something much more valuable that I sent to Spencer. My Yo MTV Raps cards. And I have (laughs) have an MC Hammer, which is uh, a rare one. Hell yeah. There we go. It's a little weird, but should it not be? 10 Uncommon Things That Should Be Normalized. It's Clickbait Corner where we go to BuzzFeed or in this case AskWomen.com or whatever tricky website you see. And we look at the items and this is 10 Uncommon Things That Should Be Normalized. So far, uh, I'm excited because I like this sort of title and things like that. BuzzFeed actually has some good stuff. But what I've been doing, and y'all need to join me in this war... When I'm on Instagram and Facebook and I get either ads for like that level one mafia boss uh, video game or like bad clickbait, I exit and I say, I don't like this ad. And then sometimes I will fill out paperwork, which probably gets them to spy on me more. But I I do that. What's your name? How old are you? Where do you live? (laughs) Like, Yeah, I don't like all that. I don't like any of this. Uh, Anyhow, here we go. Ten uncommon things that should be normalized. Uh, This first few couple of weeks of clickbait is going to be stuff people talk about as we go into the new year. Uh, Number one, eating out alone. Sure. That's been normalized a little bit for me. I I feel like, uh, but I don't know, are y'all alone eaters or would you feel weird going to a restaurant by yourself? Because I I don't at 
all. Oh, I'm I done. totally do. All the time. It's great. The only thing I don't feel weird about it. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Grab Same. a book and go sit down and you can sit in the corner and look mysterious. I'm, People like that. The weirdest feeling is just the first time and then you're like, oh, this is not a big deal. No one's staring at me. No Nobody one, cares. No one cares at all. No, no. and especially, and, and most of the time when you go to eat alone, it's kind of at those odd hours where nobody's in the restaurant anyway. Especially with like our American, schedule. Especially in our culture where we're usually, you know, going from workplace to workplace or, you know, yeah. or restaurant to restaurant. And honestly, it's like expected, sort of. It's cheaper than door dashing something. So yeah, if you're ever true. depressed at home, I know it's hard and you're like, I don't want to leave my couch. I'll just door dash something. Just go sit at a restaurant alone. Just stare at people. It's, it will make you feel a hundred more also, times more better. For me, it's been very easy to do because... Um, Number one, going alone, it's easier to get into a restaurant if there's a wait. Number two, I like mm-hmm. sitting at the bar. You like chatting with people. Uh, I yeah. like chatting with people. Yeah. I like sitting at the bar because the bartender is the apex of the restaurant server. Mm-hmm. They're the best servers. They get promoted to bar. Sometimes, yeah, they're busier. They get annoyed by having to do food. But you're going to get the best service, uh, the best conversation, the and other similar people that are just kind of hanging out. And there's always a seat at the bar. You don't have to put your name down, something like that. So to me, it's it's been pretty common. So. Yeah. Uh, all right. We agree. Number two, adult slumber parties. Yes. Completely agree. Yes. I've many times tried to get my old buddy, podcast partner, and coworker Chewie to stay the night, mm-hmm. and he never wants to stay the night. Why Even not? when he's like, I always have extra guest bedrooms in every house I've had, and he never wants to stay the night. I get that. He's offered me to stay over at nights before when I used to have drinks and I stuff. I offer you, too. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. And it, it, to me, I would love it if it's planned ahead of time. Like here's an so event. We're gonna stuff. watch. We're you gonna watch a, a movie. Backpack. Yeah, I can bring like some pajama jams, Aww. maybe some popped corn. Uh, but you know, and then the spur of the moment, it's like, nah, man, I want to go home and be in my bed with my smells, with yeah. my with my comforts and my with my, my cats. Very true. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, we had a situation during the freeze a couple of years ago where I rescued some friends, and we still had power. And I'd had a pretty good, like, melting snow system to use the toilets. So uh, they stayed two nights with us. And then uh, we're determined, uh, the guy was, to go home on the third. Um, And they still didn't have power or water. But I really wanted, I enjoyed the slumber party. I was so happy, man. We had blankets all over the house. We just watched movies. We drank so much alcohol. Dude, she ended up staying at my place for a couple days. And I was, like, looking forward to that because I was so effing bored. No internet, no anything. And just sitting around. Yeah. Yeah. just hanging just like, out. It's just like the old days yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. a kid. Yeah. Uh, especially when my fiance's friends come over. I'm like, just stay the night. Yeah, girls. I don't want to ask why. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just it's fun having people over and, yeah. and hosting. Which uh, Spencer to go to another one. Uh, affection between men or you know different sexes. That's purely platonic. Yes. Just being able to have a good buddy you love, stay the night and kiss. Well, it doesn't have to be staying the night, but kissing for sure. Kissing, absolutely for sure. Platonic kissing on the lips. In all seriousness, it feels good when one of your bros has Kiss your back you. or is like, yeah. hey, man, you look nice today or something. Or like, yeah, you'll be you'll be fine. Yeah, it's good. just little things. Bro love. Yeah. You know what? I like this clickbait so much. You've done well, BuzzFeed. Uh I'm gonna pause and and you wanna you wanna continue this tomorrow. We have been very excited about this entire thing, so yeah. I, I know feel it's like, awesome. Feel like, it's yeah. sweet. It's the happiest, happiest day. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. 
Is it weird? Is it wired? Matt Bearden's going to make a decision on that. I'm so excited because this is the beginning of me not having to work on any prep for Weird or Wired for like the next two weeks. Uh, today is the beginning of CES. You guys know what CES is? A uh, tech conference it's in Vegas con- where they roll out crap and prototypes to try to get investors and Sometimes publicity. investors, sometimes it's prototypes, sometimes it's oh. actually stuff that's ready to go to the market in the next day or so. It's the Consumer Electronics Show. The consumer part. partying with Steve Aoki at Hakkasan. This consumer part is the important part because it means this is not a convention for people who uh, build buildings or uh, or air in science or things that will help humanity. No, nope. these are people that make the gadgets and the gear that we cannot get uh. enough of. And the reason I love the CES is that every year there are one or two great items and the rest of it is insane and trash. Yes. <laughs> yes. So for the next week or so, I am going to be bringing you some of my favorite finds from the insane trash that comes out Thank of CES. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. I mean, like two years ago, there was a really weird sex robot, but it also had a mirror in it, so you could like comb your hair. It was ridiculous. I was like, I don't even understand what this is all about. So there's lots of fun stuff like that. So I'm not going to get to any items today, but I will tell you that things started off chef's kiss, okay? (laughs) The keynote, which is the big, giant opening speech, was purchased, I'm sorry, I mean rewarded to BMW this year. Oh, great. They got up on stage and they were telling everybody about their new car line, the D's, which, okay. my God, does, n- does no one at BMW, BMW have a, a child? Does no one, how do you, it's D-E-E is the line, but they kept saying, the D's. I'm just like, <laughs> you can't keep saying Everyone the there's D's. going to be laughing. And, yeah. Uh, they are electronic cars. D. It's a scrotum joke for those of you that don't know. E, it's a setup sort of, for, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, D. D. It stands for <laughs> Digital Emotional Experience. Shut up. You're, giving it, a, you're giving it a human name and yeah. trying to pretend it's exactly. anthropomorphic. Shut up. Exactly. Well, they're saying that there's this emotional experience that people want to feel emotionally connected to their cars. More and more car makers are moving to these bigger and bigger screens inside of the car. They're saying, hey, we want the full screen to be customi- customizable dashboards that will learn how you use them uh. and adjust to you so that you're not forced to use our cars the way we're telling you they have to be used. You'll be able to, if you just want to have speed limit on there and you just want to see an uh, update of your stock, who knows? Who knows? Why? One of the other things that they're really pushing is e-ink on the outside of the car. Oh, you guys yeah, know what yeah. e-ink is? Um, uh, where it changes colors, right? Yeah. Like a chameleon yeah. this kind car of. car wild, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, you could download different packs you can pay for them, and you can have customizable looks to the outside of your car. E-Ink is really uses a tiny bit of electricity, and only while changing color. Huh. So even for an EV vehicle, you're not having a huge drawdown on the battery. Well, so yeah, I kind of like that. That's that seems to be the more appealing part to me. Even I but guess I guess it, you wouldn't dress up a whole car and be like it changes colors. It's aesthetics. But what happened to the Germans? They just made good machines for driving. What happened to Farfenugen? Where it was a made-up word for just enjoying being on the road. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but digital emotional experience, also made up. Uh, that's yeah. not, Good point. It's not a real thing. I do want <laughs> to give you this little bit of joy. Uh, they decided to bring out Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ah, the governator! So he could talk a little bit about the EVs and the new D Get down! Get to the chopper! Wow. 
So get a guy like Arnold Schwarzenegger to come to your car show and start talking. What do you, how much do you think they paid him? Uh, 120 grand. Well, it's BMW, but that seems like a deep. Well, no, Schwarzenegger is going to be 275. I'll say one I, I think you're closer. I think okay, 250 okay. is probably what his going rate was to come out. Here's what I loved. He came out and he talked all about electronics. He talked about uh, EV, the importance, and then. I realized when he said it, oh, this is what they paid the two hundred and fifty grand for. Are you ready for it? God, this is cringe. It's been said in a mill. How much? Let's terminate pollution once and for all. Wow. People say corporations are out of touch, and uh, this is further proof. Well, hey, let's terminate <laughs> pollution once and for all. That's only a line from 35, 40 years yeah. ago. Here's the great part about it is that in the middle of this, he My went CPU is a neural net processor, a learning car. In the middle of this, he went off script and just started talking nice. about how much he loves cars. Nice. But in his talking about cars, he started talking about how much he loves muscle cars, his cars. Gas the, cars. He started, He spent like 10 minutes <laughs> talking about his love for gas cars. It was there for EVs. It's the CJ Morgan Show on KROX FM, Pewda, Austin. 101X.